Okay, beautiful souls. Um, right, sorted out the time zone and I've got Miss Monet on the line. Let's see if she is there. Miss Monet, are you there? I am here. Oh my God. <laughs> As I said to you, I actually can tell the time, but I think it's, you know, the CDT and the Pacific and, um, you know, I looked it up and um, it said something different than what it was. So, but, you know, thank God we, we have you here and I'm really excited, really honoured to have you on the show. And I've got some questions for you. But before we go there, can you just can you just tell us a little bit about the person behind the music? You know, maybe going back in time when you first found, you know, that you had this incredible talent. Wow. Um, gosh, how, how, do, how do I explain this as best as I can? Um, it was just one of those things. I think when I was born, my mom said uh, they kind of they kind of had an idea, an inkling at that moment that I would, you know, do what I actually do. Um, she said, my godmother looked at me. She said, OK, she's going to be a star. I'm like, wow, OK, that's always good to hear. Always good to know. Um, and, and that was pretty much it. Music has always just been in the forefront of everything that I've done. It's always been around me and it's surrounded me. Um, and. I don't think I've, I've known anything outside of that other than what it is. Yeah. Um, awesome. And, you know, um, I know that you've done so many things, you know, in the music and you, you've got this, you know, you've got a really versatile voice and we are going to look at some of your music today. But are there any magic moments that you would like to share with us before we, you know, um, let people hear your incredible music? Oh, wow. Magic moments. Um so many different things, uh, pinnacle points in my life uh, that have kind of, you know, changed and, and conformed me into being where I am. Um, proud moments. Um, I think probably the most uh, starting point would be when I was seven years old and I won my very first citywide talent show. And I think that was the that was the moment when I realized that I was like, yeah, this is this is crazy, you know, to be seven years old and just to sing in front of your whole city and win the actual whole thing. You know what I mean? It was like, how does that happen for a kid? And I think that was probably one of the most defining moments for me at a young age that kind of set the tone of what I'm who I'm going to be mm. and so I, I I usually use that as a starting point because it really kind of um stamped stamped it for me made it made it all make sense for me right um yeah wow seven years old oh my god I'm just thinking seven. you know <laughs> it's incredible isn't it seven and exactly seven can you believe it wow and um here you are today doing what you love and um it's it's obviously been an incredible journey for you, and um, it definitely has been. Uh, you know, and I want to I want to talk to you. And well, we're going to play some of your music from your collection. And I just want to talk to you about um, your stiff your your style because you've got you're quite versatile. You sing in different you know genres. Can you sort of just mm-hmm. let people know what that is? Um, you know, I'm one of these singers that I never wanted to be defined by a category. I never wanted to be put into a box. I've always felt that my strengths come from being able to be 
as versatile as possible. So when you think of the type of artist that I am as Miss Monet, Miss Monet is one of those people that can do everything. <laughs> Anything and everything. You know what I mean? There's no nothing can you, you can't really classify me into any certain box. It's just and I and I like that strength for me because it allows me to try to it allows me to paint all the colors that I want. You know, it allows me to be a little bit country, a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of sad, a little bit of jazz, and a little bit of gospel. It allows me to incorporate all those varying genres into just who I am. So having the versatility has really, really been my strongest point. So, you know, I dig it. So it could, so when I sing a song, it's just, it be, just becomes a Monet song, you know, and it doesn't matter what the genre of the music is. It just because it's just up to me to make it a Monet song. So that's, that's my strip. Oh, wonderful. And um, we are going to play your your tracks now and um i wondered if we can start with wonderful you can you just give us the uh-huh. background to how that came about wonderful you what a great song um <clears throat> i wrote that song along with a dear friend of mine trevor Lo- uh, trevor lawrence jr um who's actually one of the uh uh key producers within dr dre's uh, camp right now and um but Trevor and I wrote this song a, a while ago, and, and I'm trying to remember if I can recall. I think it was a television show or something, and they were kind of one a cool little vibe song. And, you know, I got the track and the music, and I just kind of put the lyrics together on it. And Wonderful You came into a thing, and it, it was during a, a time in my life when I'm the guy I was dating, you know, we always pull from experiences, but the guy, <laughs> the guy I was dating at that time, um, I used him as my reference point because I mean, oh, he was wow. a, yeah, he, he was a funny guy, you know, um, he, he was a uh, definitely um, kept me laughing, kept me smiling, and that's why I was like, you know, it's that you love to love me too, you know, because he always made sure everything he did was for the love of me, and. Um, so I, I, I just used him as my point of reference and wrote Wonderful You and everything and, and it felt good you know what I mean because we always you know there was a time when you know when I heard the tracks at first I was like this is feel good music this is this is something that makes you happy you, you want to you get warm and tingly about it and and that's what I love about that's what I love about Wonderful You and, and that's that's how it came out awesome so Miss Monet would you please do us the honours and announce wonderful you to the listening audience listening audience you are about to listen to my song wonderful you enjoy it Oh, yeah. 
Okay, you're listening to the Imani Speak Show. And that is Miss Monet, my special guest, who's on the line with us right now. Miss Monet. Yes. Yeah, wonderful you. That's got a lovely um, up-tempo, you know, sort of really nice sort of yeah. fun sound to it. So I can understand mm-hmm. where you were coming from with um, this person mm-hmm. that sort of made you feel so happy. Um, kicking back. In Brooklyn, I love that title. And what was behind that? Kicking back in Brooklyn. Wow, another type of. It was a, a, a complete diversion from what I've been known to do in styles of songs. And it was my actually first time kind of conquering what we would say here in the states, like a, a more smooth jazz kind of approach. Um, I hadn't did anything like that for me. I've sung that stuff, but not really personally for me. So when my friend, um, Skyler Jett, awesome uh-huh. songwriter, vocalist, um, he, he called me up, he hit me up, and he was like, sis, you know, he's like, I have a song, man, that I wrote, you know, with some other brother friends of ours, and, you know, we really, really need to get this song, you know, out there and everything. And I was like, okay, well, send it to me, then let me hear it. And he sent it to me. And I was like, yes, okay, this would be great. I'm, I'm totally digging this and everything. And um, it was more so because it was written by Skylar, um, another friend of ours named 
uh, Paisley Hinton and Chris Camozzi. The three of them wrote the song years ago. This is the fun part. Years ago. And I appreciate the fact that it was written years ago, yet it still felt really good for today. And it it didn't have a date. It just felt, again, it was another one of those feel good songs, you know, you put on and you can, you know, pour you a glass of wine or whatever. And, you know, when you hear it, you kind of, you know, you can kind of imagine yourself, you know, the sunset summer in, in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? You can kind of imagine that happening. So that was my whole um, approach with it. And when I got it and he sent it to me, I said, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So I went ahead and, and um, did the vocals and now we have kicking back in Brooklyn. It's funny because you know, none of us are from Brooklyn, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> that, that I know of. None of us are from Brooklyn. But it just had this beautiful ode to, you know, to New York and, and the life and the lifestyle and the, and the vibe. You know, New York has such a vibe and, and everything. And, and, you know, especially thinking of what they're going through right now. I hope that, you know, Kicking Back in Brooklyn will be a song that once we come out on the other side of it, we, we can we can get back to Kicking Back in Brooklyn again. You know, we can get this vibe and hopefully this song will be one of those songs that they can play with pride. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is what it's about, you know? So so that's how Kicking Back in Brooklyn came into play. It was just another feel-good song that um, needed to be heard. Wonderful. Another backstory to it. So again, do you mind um, introducing it to our listening audience? Definitely, definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> please enjoy my song written by Skylar Jett, Chris Camosi, Paisley Hinton, and sung by me, Miss Monet, the song Kick It Back in Brooklyn. <laughs> Set for two is not a problem 
just reminds reminds us of how free it used to be where you could just get into your car mm-hmm. and just drive and go wherever you want 10 times a day if you want yeah, uh, exactly <laughs> have a glass of, as I saw say a glass of Chardonnay yeah. and we'll be on our way oh, yeah. yeah that's it oh none of that right now but um you know happy memories but yeah love the beat yeah. to that I love the sound love that jazzy sound jazzy feel to it yes thank you so I know at this moment, talk to us about at this moment, what was that all about? How was that born? How was that manifested? At this moment, at this moment, if I had to describe a song, <coughs> excuse me, if I had to describe a song that best suited the type of artist that I am, um, I would say it would be at this moment. And the reason being, it was a song, it was a song that I personally chose to recreate. It's an actual remake. Uh, The original was done by Billy Vera, of Billy Vera and the Beaters here in the States. And it was a very popular song in the 80s due to, um, it was a television show very popular television show. I can't think of which one it was off the top of my head, but um, this song was the song in its finale, the last, so it just kind of left a lasting impression. And I was looking for a song to to release, to do as a single. I just felt like, and I said, but I want it to be a signature piece. I want it to be something that when you hear it and you play it, if someone says, okay, well, what kind of artist is Monet? Or what did it, you play this one song? 
it will answer all of your questions. It would answer your question. And so, you know, a couple of songs, I remember a meeting a few friends of mine, and we were kind of throwing some ideas out there. And this one came, came up. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that, it's it's that's the song. It's one of those songs where as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh my god, I remember that song. Yes. Yes, I have that you have that you have that reaction. And so I said, well, here's the other thing. The other goal was to recreate it. And again, like I always say, Monet a song. Huh? Do you know, put a Miss Monet thing on it. But the, the, the challenge was to keep the integrity of the song. So so many times people remake or redo a song, but they do it to a place where you don't even recognize the song anymore. You know, you're like, okay, I see what you did, but hey, you took away from my favorite song. Or, you know, I didn't want to do that. But I still wanted to give it a Monet thing. So <clears throat> when we got that done, and when I finished this song, I remember when I finished it with the vocals, when I had, um, and I had some great players on it, um, uh, Will Kennedy from the Yellow Jackets, it, he played the drums. Uh, it was produced by myself and my co-producer, Randy Imada, who we did you know, the music and the um, the programming. Who else did I have played? I had um, Reggie Hamilton on bass. Um, my good friend, um, Eric Crystal, uh, he did the horn arrangements and had a had a section come in, and it was just seeing these pieces all come together. And then when I sung it, and I sung it last, and I remember after singing it, I couldn't help but cry because I knew at that moment I had did exactly what it is what what I wanted to do. I accomplished what I wanted to do with the song. And I did, I wanted to make a masterpiece. I wanted it to be the definitive song to describe me. And I recorded, I recorded the song in 2011. And even today, every time I hear it, it still gives me the same emotion that it had the first time I sung it. And that's when I knew, yeah, I did this. So at this moment, um, it will always, it will forever be my my testimony song, I guess you can say, my my definitive moment. Um, and, and, and I use the same approach that Whitney used when she did, you know, Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. Mm -hmm. Same thing. You know, take a classic song, make it your own, but keep the integrity of what the song is. You know, keep the integrity, keep the keep the story going in a song. People want to feel themselves in, in that, and they want to feel every emotion, every nook and cranny of it. It was so important for me to make sure that that came off, and so yeah, at this moment, it it, it is still it is still the actual song of who I am. So that's basically how. Oh, and then oh, and then yeah, <laughs> got this part. When I actually had a friend of mine who sent the song to the original songwriter, Mr. Billy Vera. And he sent me back an, a, a letter, a note, saying, at that time, had no female done, redone that song yet. Mm -hmm. And when he heard my version, he says, your version is it. 
and I was I was floored. I was like, when you get the stamp of approval from the actual person, it's like, okay, yeah, I did it. I did something. <laughs> this is great. I did it. So, so again, a, another reason why it forever is my lead song of Miss Monet. If you want to know who she is, what she stands for, what she represents, kind of artist she is, the kind of vocalist she is, this is your this is your one. Here it goes. What did you think I would do at this moment as I'm standing before you with tears in my eyes while you're saying that Found you another, and you just don't love me no more. What did you think I was saying at this moment when I'm faced with the knowledge? That you just don't love me yet Did you think I would curse you Say things hurt you You just don't love me no more Did you think I could hate you Or raise my hands to you Come on, you know me too well How could I hurt you? Darling, I love you You know I'd never hurt Down on my knees, kiss the ground you walk on. If I could just hold you again,
Miss Monet, who is on the line. Oh my goodness. Wow. Big song. Lots of things going on and um, yeah, really heartfelt. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, so um, I want to ask you a few more questions um, and um, I know know you've taken time out um, to be with us and um, just want to know obviously with all you know hearing your music what are you have you got anything that you're doing right now that you'd like to share with us anything going on that you know um or you're working on at the moment um you know as of right now it's, it's ironic that we've all kind of been put on this kind of sit down which has really been kind of cool um and i say that with the most positive um, um, train of thought meaning it's just kind of giving me a time to kind of just sit and really reassess and really look at what it is I want to do and what messages I want to put out and what I want to say and what I want to sing and, and um, you know make sure that however that's directed is directed in a way that it will be received and, and, and wanted um, so it's giving me time to just kind of just take some time for myself and, um, you know, write down, do some more writing. I haven't been able to write because I'm constantly, I'm always on the road, I'm always on the move. And, um, but now I've been made to kind of sit down, slow down a little bit and, you know, put my um, attention in some other, some other um, avenues and things like that. Other things I may want to do and think of and get into. And so just looking at what possibilities those could possibly be for me. So I don't have any actual project per se I'm working on because I, I I am my own self project every day every day I'm trying to figure that. out how to reinvent and what to do so I think that's the main thing right now just you know staying as positive being as as um, uh, forthcoming with good vibes as I possibly can especially to those around me and um, anybody that can hear my voice you know, it's just, just a, it's a time right now, but it's okay. You know, I think it's important that, and I, I said this to my um, my Moniacs, my fans are called Moniacs. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of went on live, I went on live with them a little bit last week, and I, I said this to them, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, it's not what we're doing now, it's what it's the what we're doing now that's going to be able to carry us on there, thereafter. You know, things are going to be different. You know, we're going to have to adjust to some new normals, but it's okay. Yes. You know, it's okay. You know, we will we will get through it. We will. And it's just going to take time. We can't allow ourselves to be in a, in a rush. And that's the beautiful things, because when things are built to be forever, they don't take overnight. You know, it, it's, 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 it, it takes its time. And that's what each one of us have to do. Take our time for ourselves and rebuild within ourselves 
to be stronger, better, more compassionate, whatever that is. I think um, that's that's the main, you know, the most important message. I think that we all should get out of this right now. So it's just been really, again, reassessing, reevaluating uh, a lot of things, and um, taking my time in doing so. And uh, yeah, just just allowing the rebuild to do manifest the way it should. That's a, a awesome answer to that. You're so right. It's like. You can look at this time and see it as, oh my God, you know, this is terrible, what's happening? Or you can look at it as a, a time to self-reflect and take time out to do things that maybe before we was too busy for. Because where were we going in that past? We were so busy. Yeah. Everyone was so busy. Everyone was... Everyone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now it's time to self-reflect. And I love what you say and I can imagine what's going to come through you yeah. with this time that you have you know and that's the great thing you know what I'm saying like you just said everyone's so busy I mean and look at you know looking now you have you know parents in homes with their children you know um, being parents you know what I mean and sitting down having having dinner families are having dinners again you know you know you have families <laughs> seriously you know you have you know you know um parents are are being teachers to their children you know helping them with their schoolwork you have people reaching out to people other family members on the other side of the world on the other side of the country and thank god for technology right yes you know what i mean it's like if had this happened maybe like 10 15 years ago we would really all be crazy because we had no way (laughs) (laughs) no way of reaching out you know but god look what look at what we have you know, we are we are in a world where at least I might not be right here with you, but I can still reach out. I can still pick up the phone and FaceTime you and say, hey, how you doing, Imani? What's going on, lady? I can do that. You know what I mean? We can do that now. So, yeah, it, it sucks that we are all kind of on lockdown. But so many, you know, lives are being, um, you know, um, coming back together. We're getting back to community. You know, you're seeing people have more compassion for other people. You know, you're seeing different, you know, um, races joining up together. Because at this point, we are all the same. No one is more exempt than another person. No, no, you know, it doesn't matter what your social economic is. It doesn't matter any of these things. Right now, we are all dealing with the same thing. Absolutely. And so when you look at it like that, that's how you take it. You know what I mean? So you're seeing people have another understanding. Like, you know what? I get it. Now I understand what you were going through. I understand what racial profiling is now. I understand how being how being isolated is. I understand when disparities happen. I mean, so much truth is coming out. And we're all feeling the same type of despair, yes. But at the same time, it's all giving us uncertain, another sense of dignity as well. You know, I have respect for you. I, you know, you know, especially here in the states, we look at it like you know, people that were um, in, the, in the in the in the grocery stores and the things like that. All of our essential people, even the school teachers. Now, when they go back to school, they're going to be giving these school teachers uh, whatever you want, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Because yes. now we understand the importance of 
what they have to do. Now we go. Now we can go to the stores and and, and our grocery store workers and look at them and say, you know what? Thank you. You know what I mean? We understand what it took for you to do what you had to do. Our doctors, our nurses, we can go and say thank you that you put your whatever. And and, and we didn't recognize that we were taking everything for granted because like you said earlier, we were so busy removing, so busy doing this, so busy. So now we can have to really just stop and really, really reset and really take everything for gratitude and not granted. So appreciation of um, what, you know, mm-hmm. what these people doing their jobs and yeah. how it's, you know, yeah. keeping us going even during this time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you sound, you, I know you're very inspirational, very motivation just listening to you. Um, who, what inspires you? Um, you know, spirituality, meditation, <laughs> what, what, what keeps you going? What makes you get up and do what you do and um, just have that? ability to download from spirit my faith you know I, I i my faith is strong and my faith is built within um you know my my belief in god and you know i was raised that way and it's never left me and as i've gotten older i really appreciate and understand the strength of what my faith is and when you know that it, it, it gives you another sense of peace. You know, oftentimes it's like you look at things and then there are certain little things that remind you of, you know, how how you got there. Or, you know, you look, there's a phrase we say, I look back over my soul and wonder how I got over. And, and it's so true because... You know, there's times when you're like, I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this, how I'm going to do this, da, 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 and then you look like a year later, wow, I got through that. I did that. That happened. You know, and that's what that's what that faith is. Your faith is 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 when it's so strong and embedded and how mine is, you know, that's what keeps me is like saying, Hey, I'm gonna be okay. Hey, we're gonna be fine. You know, yeah, it, it's scary, yeah, unknown, but but even in that, you know, God didn't promise us, you know, anything that he didn't want for us. So it's up to us to make sure that we're proactive and moving in, moving moving in a direction you know, that he wants us to move into. So that's what keeps me going. You know, um, it keeps my head high, you know, knowing that I, I live, I live by these standards and, and beliefs. And uh, that's what keeps, that's what just keeps me, you know, as, as happy and as stress-free as possible. Awesome. I love that. Cause I know I see you on Facebook and you look so carefree, so happy and, um, you know, it's really nice when you, you know, you see people enjoying yeah. what they're doing Thank and, you, um, you know, Thank just you. really that exuding through them. Um, I know, as you said earlier on, that you can't do very much because of where we are, but where do you see Miss Monet in the next few years? What's, what, you know, what's your dream for Miss Monet? Wow. Um, definitely, I mean, continue, of course, saying, I'll be singing forever, but, you know, um, to really use my voice as a healing, you know, a healing tool worldwide. That's my goal. You know, I, I, I want to be able to touch every every continent on this earth if possible. And that's one of the reasons why I call myself a hemisphere artist um, for that purpose because, you know, the earth has, you know, again, seven continents. And why should I only be known on one? 
you know, my voice, I wanted to reach and be a healing. So that will be, you know, my, my life goal is to continue to produce and, 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 and release music that heals the soul, um, as well as, you know, being an inspirational speaker um, along with my voice and vocals to just be an example for those who, you know, have lost their, their way, have lost their faith, has lost their, you know, whatever it is um, that they need, you know, people are suffering, people are going through anxieties, people are, and, and so when you come across that, yeah, I just want to be that ray of hope, that ray of, of, of like you said earlier, some sunshine to give people just that sense of, hey, you know, it's going to be okay, because sometimes that's all you need, you know, you just need that person to, um, to give you that, so that's where I see myself. Miss Fonet, um, you've given us so many insights, so many gems, um, I just want to ask you before you go, um, what would you like to share with a listening audience? Say somebody listening, you know, a young lady listening to you, hearing your vocals and thinking, wow, I'd love to do that someday. How can I do that? Or what, what, what more, what other insights would you like to share? We all have that special magic within ourselves. And I think the main thing is to find out what that gift is, that magic of you, you know, um, figure that out and work on it you know fine tune it and 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 get it to a place of that you say yeah this is good you know and then try to see how you can use it for the betterment you know how can you use it to advance and help those and be a blessing to those around you um that's the best thing that i can say but whatever it is it doesn't have to be you know whether it's it's whether it's in your singing whether it's in your songwriting whether it's in your acting or whatever it is we all have that something that something that little special thing, you know, that God has innately put in each one of us. So that would be my my best my best um, sense of um, of giving as far as you know trying to give someone any advice. You know, find the magic in you, find the magic in you, you know, and manifest it to be as great as it can be. Because someone wants to hear you, someone wants to see you. You know, we need you. We need you, whoever you are, whatever you have. We need it. We all do. And and until you bring it out and bring it to a to a front, we'll never get it. We'll never know what it is. So it's so important to find that magic in you, work on it, build the craft, and bring it to us so we can acknowledge you, so we can adore you, so we can admire you, so we can learn from you, so we can be blessed by you. Okay, I, I don't know. I think we've lost Miss Monet again. Um, Miss no, Monet? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I heard a click. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, no. carry on. I'm oh, sorry. I heard a click. I thought. <laughs> no, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, that's great. Oh, you know, thank you so much um, for You're your so insight, your music, your wisdom. Um, really enjoyed your, your presence and really wish you, you know, all the continued success and blessings in all that you're doing and um yeah it'd be lovely to have you back again one day at the right time (laughs) Um, sorting out the um the the time zones but thank you so so much um really enjoyed your presence thank you so much thank you to your your listeners i appreciate it and um again imani thank you for having me on uh, this has been awesome you know anytime I get an opportunity to speak and about me and just talk to just good people it makes me happy it gives me the warm and tingly so I, I again I appreciate you 
yeah, you've le- definitely left us with a message and, um, you know, it's been amazing. Thank you so, so much. You're so, so welcome. Don't forget, everybody, go. You can follow me. Oh, yes. How can people up? find you? Of course. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my website is www.missmonet, and that's M as Mary, S as in Sam, Monet, M-O-N-A-T, dot com. And you can follow me on all the um, social media outlets. Instagram, I'm at the, T-H-E-E, Miss Monet. And uh, Twitter, Miss Monet. And Facebook, I'm at Miss Monet. Um, that, that's pretty much where I'm at. So come follow me. I want to I meet you. I want to hear you. Just say hello, yeah. anything. <laughs> and, uh, and, I always, and I follow back and everything. But I'm just a people person, and, and I appreciate you. And if you stop by and say hey, I'm going to say hey back. So.